It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from Unicorn World at Chicago's Navy Pier. I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now, let's make like geese and get the flock out of here. Quick, quick, before, before those border collies come back trying to ruin our lives. I'm a dog guy, so just calm down. Yeah, but they're here they're here to ruin our lives. We gotta get the flock out of here. Okay. Okay. That's what you said. I didn't say anything about dogs. Well, okay. All right. At the as usual Not in the script. You're the one you know, of course, you're the one goose that doesn't have have an issue with border collies. That's your that's your just your character type. Oh well, I've never had that problem. I don't have that problem. Nope. They're just doesn't happen collies, to me. Border collies are cute as a bug's ear, my friend. What can I say? Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, look, I don't know either. Yep. Look, I, I was sort of I was sort of getting getting into into a good rant right there, and I, I know, just I wanted cut you to. Off. Yeah, it's okay because it was, you know, what I really wanted to to do was get on into one of my dad rants. Now, oh, first of all, real quick, Hopefully okay, it's about how you hate dogs. Real quick, I have a couple of corrections. Okay, right. one of our one of our astute listeners who seems to have no life outside of watching sports that I'm aware of noticed he that. He listens to our podcast. Well, yeah. Is Actually, that, supposed that might to help prove him your or... point. Yeah. So he pointed out that Barry Sanders, running back for the Detroit Lions, did not go to University of Oklahoma. He went to Oklahoma State. You know. Uh, Are they allowed to have multiple universities in Oklahoma? Well, you know, when... So we didn't we didn't have that issue, okay, where we grew up. This listener grew up, you know, in in southern Illinois, and so he knows, you know, there's a big difference between, you know, Texas Tech and UTEP and University of Texas and Texas A and M, Stephen F. Austin campus, right? All that stuff. So. It's true. I got the wrong Oklahoma. I also named the wrong Steve Miller song in my appreciation of him and his weird sound effect that he made up in the 1970s that you still hear in NBA games. The name of that song is Jungle Love, okay? Not Jet Airliner. But I want to ask you another question, listeners. This song should be canceled. Oh, I thought I wanna, you were asking me. Sorry. I well, I I am asking you, but I, well, wait. I wasn't going to ask you anything. I was just going to finish my my rant with this question, and this is for you, listener and Martin. But listener, your opinion Mainly is more important. Okay. Now that the Bulls they won their six championships. And the Blackhawks won their three Stanley Cups. 
And now look at them. Now look at them. What good did any of it do? They're terrible. Terrible. The bulls are okay. That's the, the, the most positive thing you could say about the bulls is, is they're okay. They're all right. This is one of their better teams since the Michael Jordan era ended. Was no, it worth it? True. That's not true. They're not one of the better teams. Well, whatever. You're supposed okay. to always say yes. This is, yes. you know, it's like improv. Okay, but... I'm sorry. I am always say no. But no the, promises. The question is, which you're not listening, but our listeners are, and they're getting annoyed with you, so stop it. Was it worth it? Look at them. Look how pathetic both of those franchises are now. Was it worth it for them to win? It Because you know what? It doesn't even... Well, a lot of our listeners probably weren't even alive for that. Or if they were, they were just little kids. Was it worth it? I don't know anything. It wasn't no, Matt, worth it. It wasn't worth it. No, I, it wasn't because what's the point? You can't even be like, oh, yeah, I'm a Bulls fan. The Bulls are so awesome. No, they're terrible. You they're terrible. The, they're, yeah. And Shouldn't Michael Jordan doesn't basketball. He doesn't play for them anymore. And when he left, he was pissed. So it wasn't worth it. I, You know, I mean, it's hard for me, Martin. That's all I can say. I'm, I'm just I'm having a really hard time with this. The Blackhawks... Like I said, eh, I don't really care. I gave up on them. I, I'm not proud of it, but I did. And then they won, and it was it was fun to watch. But I don't really know any of the players or anything like that. But they're really bad too. Anyway, yeah. Hey, I get you. You know. Okay. Well, I know that's what I like about our show is you get me. You're a real gun soul, my friend. Okay. So anyway. I have some more interesting information that you might love. Did you know, Matt, that on this day, March 14th, in 1864, celebrated railroad, American Railroad engineer Casey Jones was born in southeastern Missouri, or Missouri. Are you okay? Yeah, I think so. What did you say? Yeah, I would make I would make that fun of you more. Eight. Except, I'm afraid you're having like some circulatory issues. Casey Jones. Eight. In he, yeah, Casey Jones, 1864. Uh-huh. Okay, that's exciting. Even, yeah, even more interesting. In 1899, German military official Ferdinand Graf von Zeppelin received a U.S. patent for a navigable balloon. The first the first Zeppelin made its initial flight the following year. Piloted by Count Bastardo, the Zeppelin was made famous by the movie Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. In, in 1899, huh? Yeah. Is that when Probably. that movie came out? I don't. Eighteen ninety nine. It's not in it's my notes. It's old. It is old. Yeah, it's possible. And the special effects were bad, so at the time they were cutting edge. The time they were. Yeah, right. right. But you know, 
at the time, you know, that and a quarter will buy you a phone call, Martin. Well, hey. it had to be, from doing the math, it had to be before 1908 because Sean Connery was in it. Oh, so, sure. Right. It was somewhere that makes between, sense. Yeah, in that time period. And then finally, in 1964, the first courtroom verdict to be televised in the United States, Jack Ruby was found guilty of the murder of Lee Harvey Oswald, the assassin of U.S. President John F. Kennedy. That was on the Perry Mason show, right? That was one of their, that was one of their, you know. I don't really follow, I don't watch, I don't really watch TV, so. I'd rather do stuff outside like hiking or reading. I didn't ask you if you watch TV. So I don't know. I don't know these things. You're the one giving the history lesson. Oh, man. It doesn't say anything about Perry Mason. Okay. Well, it probably doesn't because he was too smart to, to, you know, get, be blamed for putting Jack Ruby in jail because they're all were so mobbed up anyway. You know, Listen he didn't here, want them Dollface. coming for him. We don't need that kind of talk on the show. We don't want the wrong kind of people getting mad at us. Well, I think we better move on to our topic. Oh, yes. You will love this topic, Matt. I know you're prepared. I was a week early, and then everyone was like, whoa, Martin, it's gone off the rails. You can't talk anymore. Um, of course, I'm talking about train stories, Matt. Okay. It's finally here. Uh, so I have a couple questions for you. Do you have any interesting train stories? Um, I'm hoping you have about 8 to 11 minutes of material here. So I used to ride the train back and forth from school when I starting when I was in fourth grade. Um, so I, I spent quite a bit of time riding on trains when I was a kid. Well, I don't know. The train ride wasn't very long. But, uh, yeah, let's see. There was that one day when uh, when the train tracks, uh, they were messed them up when they were putting them down, and they uh, made them into, like, the shape of, like, um, like, you know, spaghetti. Like, spaghetti when it's all, gets all twisted up, clumped together making like a ropes rope of spaghetti. And then so on that train that day, when we hit those tracks, we just went spinning around. It was like the craziest. We went spinning around in circles and like everyone was throwing up and screaming. Um, that was a cool time. That was a cool story. The Is that train what you was mean? Spinning, yeah, the train was spinning around like in three, 360 degrees. Yeah, like barrel barrel rolls mostly because the track the, the tracks were still straight on the ground but they were all twisted around each other so huh yeah i know never heard of that before i guess it's a real thing you just said it yeah you ever take coins and put them on the railroad tracks and then when the train would come over they were super flat and you thought you were awesome yes Yes, yeah, many everyone. times. Also, rocks. I would put rocks on the, you know the, those, you know what the 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 train rails would be on those on the 
bed of rocks, I'd pick the rocks up and put them along there. And then as the engine would go by, it would smash them into dust. Huh. That seems dangerous. Does it? I don't know. I mean, in the with that big train derailment we just had, you know, I don't know if we should be talking about this kind of stuff. But with the train derailment, and this is important, the train company is going to do everything to make it right. Don't ask them about the specifics, but just trust them. Right. And and then we don't forget that we also have the personal commitment of the CEO. Yes. So nothing, nothing, you know, the C, hey, the CEO's, his future is riding on this going well, Martin. He's not going to uh, get fired and then get some like $70 million in cash as, you know, a penalty to the company for firing him. So, there are only a you know, few people that can do that kind of job, and there's a lot of pressure. You can't get people to do those jobs if you just pay them ten or fifteen million a year, Matt. Well, people also, won't want to do it. Yeah, and he 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 has an incentive to make sure everything gets gets done right, because if the, if it doesn't, he might lose his job, and if he loses Thank his you. job, he'll only have enough money for like forty or fifty more lifetimes of extravagant human existence. So, anyway. You know what's what's an overrated extravagance? And I'm going to get a lot of pushback uh, on this, but I'm just going to take it. Caviar. Okay. Just tastes like salt. Have you ever had caviar before? No, and it will never pass my lips. So, no. Yeah. And don't tell me you had it. That's don't. That's just no one believes that. Well, you did it, not eat it, caviar. I've been told it just tastes okay. like salt. Okay, right. Same with okay. escargot. Just tastes like salt. Yeah. So so easy to call that bluff, Martin. I can't even believe you tried so, it. Just get a pack of snipes. Enjoy life. Re- realize you're not missing anything about caviar. Yes. Well. Uh, um, so, and then actually I was on a, a train one time, uh, I took a train from Chicago to upstate New York because I bought a, and you'll remember this, I bought a used police car off of eBay and, um, it had been a former New York state throughway police car, which is some kind of toll road or something so i took the train there the train was supposed to take about 12 to 12 hours i think it took 24 hours to get there because uh, there was some storm and like all the switches were frozen and we just kept stopping and then finally when we got almost to our destination the train stopped and then they turned all the lights and the engine off and everything and we were all just sitting there in pitch black silence for like an hour. It, it was. That's why I don't like taking the train anymore. You shred it, wheat. You know what I mean. Right. One of the problems I've heard is that the they share the tracks with the freight and stuff, so they can't really 
you know, they have to stop all the time. I'm no train guy, but our president is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I am. I do. Uh, I've taken the Amtrak. I took the Amtrak to Indianapolis one time. Oh, really? It was it was pretty fairly uneventful. Yeah, well, that's because you were going to Indianapolis. I know. It was a real trip for biscuits. I have yeah. taken a train. I was on a college trip, and we were going from somewhere in Italy. You know, they have pasta to Zurich, and this guy who was in charge of the logistics was like, oh, this train's going to be awesome. There's like this awesome view car, and you can see the mountains and all this stuff. And we're like, great, this is going to be so fun. And then we get on the train quickly, and we realize in about 15, 20 minutes, it's going to be night, so it's going to be dark, so you can't see anything. So it was oh my all god! Not, I, yeah, thank you. You and me both. Unbelievable. That was my reaction. Man. Yeah. So I hate. You went train. all the way to you know Europe to take to the ride train, a train. From, from Italy to Zurich, and the sun went down. Yeah. Yes. Man, what thank kind you. of luck is that? That's terrible. Wow. You know, I don't know what to tell I'm you. I'm sorry. On behalf of eggs the and coffee on that day. On behalf of the Duke of Pipso podcast, we issue you our most sincere apology for the experience that you. I uh, don't went accept. Through. I do not accept it. We, your, we send our condolences, which you don't have to accept. They're just we send them to you. I'm gonna and not accept in, delivery. You're in our thoughts and prayers. Oh. Which, you really have absolutely no control over. Never mind then. I I take back everything I said. I feel better now. Okay, good. Everything is fixed. I do too. As as usual. Well it was probably my fault. It was. Actually. It was. So uh I'm ready for a game that we like to call thirty three. Martin. Okay. Are you ready? Do you want to play that yes. game? You do? Yes. All right, so let's do it. the only thing I want to do. Maybe this can save the show. All right. Okay. All right, well, go ahead. You, I've been okay. thinking of the number a lot. Okay, it is 33. Okay, 33. Is, thir- is it 33? Yes, it is 33. Oh, good. Okay. All right, I'm going to give to you. Okay, I'm open to receive you. Okay. The McCaskey family. I feel like they're keeping Virginia alive because she's old and then she'll be a sympathetic character. So then people will be like, well, we hate the McCaskey family, but Virginia's so old. And when you get that old, it's sort of like they're cute, like a baby, but in reverse. Wow. That's so. That's such a weird answer. I'm so glad I asked you that. Okay, Jerry Reinsdorf. Fun fact about Jerry Reinsdorf: they were just talking about him on the radio, where they usually say how terrible he is all the time. But they're like, he's a really good guy, because when Jason Williams got hurt, 
riding a motorcycle and they could have voided his contract. They paid him all the money instead. Um, but if you follow the White Sox recently, it's probably safe to say that he's not doing a great job right now as the owner. And I found out some interesting info recently. Apparently, this is according to Lance Lynn. What, last season, Tony LaRusso's manager, he had to take naps during the day. And he talked so quietly that no one could hear him. And everyone knew he was sick, really sick the whole season, but they didn't really do anything. Okay. So, like, I know he's your friend, Jerry, but come on. You knew he couldn't do a good job. So, I was when I was in Chicago recently, I was driving near the White Sox Stadium, and I I came upon a very large Mercedes-Benz sedan, all black, with very, very tinted windows, but not to where you couldn't see in them, and then a Michigan license plate that said M-E-R-E, Mare. So I'm like, oh my God, that's Jerry Reinsdorf, because I think that was his wife's name, who he was very sad upon her death a few years ago, and all the players had to wear her initials on their uniform. I'm like, I can't believe it. I'm behind Jerry Reinsdorf. So I start to get my camera out, and I start taking pictures, and I'm like, I'm next to him on the Dan Ryan, because I'm thinking, oh, he's going back to his house on the North Shore or whatever. So I I'm come up next to the, and it's this old man. I'm like, oh, my God. So I get right next to him and take a picture, and it's not him. Oh. Yeah. It's just some probably mobster with a, a weekend house in Michigan. But anyway. So you're saying that you blew your wig because you thought it was Jerry Reinstorf, and then, nope, just some mobster. I I did blow my wig. That's exactly what happened. Okay, one more. I got one more. Okay. The Ricketts family. If you thought these are the people that invented Ricketts, you would be correct. But they also own the Cubs. Um, we're sort of lucky in Chicago in the sense that I think the owners of every team have a decent reason to be disliked. Certainly the Ricketts do. I would say perhaps they're really good at making money. So you can't take that away from them. So I guess I'll, I'll try to be positive. They're really good at making money. Do well, we still celebrate that, that or has that been canceled? That's that's just, I could not have asked you for a more perfect uh, breakdown of the, of the, the handful of billionaires who everyone in Chicago has to constantly pay attention to, whether they like it or not. And you even give, you give the McCaskies money every year to save seats for you in their stadium. Virginia is so old, though. She's so, so cute. She's like a little baby. Yeah. But the Ricketts, I mean, they gave money to Ron DeSantis to, to ban more books. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how you can 
understand that other than I know you love the Cubs. But that just that that's the worst that's gotta be the worst thing that's happened to to Chicago sports fans in a long time was the Ricketts is buying the Cubs. I know they won a World Series, but you know, now their their soul is gone. They stole the Ricketts took their soul, went to the 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 devil and gave it to him and then he the devil gave them more like evil powers to like you know make it harder for poor people and 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 minorities and stuff to to live on the planet but you know you guys got your world series so i guess that's okay we have a new mascot too they actually that might have been before their time clork yeah pork oh okay the cub okay it's actually a pig but it's dressed up in a in like a baby bear costume it's really cute. Well, speaking of of that, um, I'm going to give a hurrah. And okay. So your your trip to oh no wait you haven't done 33. No yeah well you wanted to skip me. Kind of but okay, go ahead. Well, you're already off to a bad start. Um, here we go. Duke. Um. The only Duke that I like is uh, is our friend Lauren's son, and I got a dip- <laughs> no. I got a I got uh, just go. I don't like Duke, not not a okay. fan. Okay. Oh, even our friend's son, North Carolina. Um, you know, meh, meh. Uh, everyone around, you know, the ACC acts like, you know, I don't know. We didn't have, we did not have that kind of experience growing up in Chicago. Uh, so just, but this whole, this just obsession with the tobacco road and the ACC, you know, it, it's cool. It's definitely cool, but if you're not, you know, if, if you're not into it, it's just it's not something you can just sort of like, oh, I've lived here long enough. I can I can be an ACC fan now. No, if you didn't. Anyway, I don't whatever. Michael Jordan went there. I don't I don't like their colors. I wonder if they named it Tobacco Road because they were told they couldn't make name it Slave Trading Avenue. Well, yeah, that's exactly why they did it. Hmm. So good guess. Yeah. Gonzaga or Gonzaga. Oh, Gonzaga? Yeah. I think you got it. I think it's pronounced Gonzaga. Gonzaga. I got Guys, it. Guys, the Gonzaga basketball team is really good this year. Um They'll lose in the second round. My aunt went to Gonzaga. Um so did she know That's John about, Stockton? No, because huh. he was, he was, she was a lot older than that. But he went to Gonzaga. Also. He did? I think so. I, I thought he would have gone my fact to like. Checker, my fact checker said we're correct. Okay. I thought he would have gone to like a Mormon school. Because he's white? No, because Come he's on. Mormon. I Look, I don't. 
people can do what they want. I'm not going to I am not going to say it on the podcast. Okay. Well, um did you know if you ha- didn't know this and you have some time on your hands, you should look up when the coach of Gonzaga got his DUI arrest. He definitely pulls the card multiple times that I'm the coach of Gonzaga. It's good. Okay. He also has Interesting. his dog with him. If you you wouldn't like it because there's a dog, but other people might be, maybe would like dogs. Huh. He was on his yeah. boat. He's fine. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that's a little March Madness preview for you. Yes. Very um, cool. So, Matt and I have made our picks for the tournament. You've heard them. We'll see if we're right. Yep. Okay. Well, I guess now it's time for me to give a a hurrah. That's the good and one. This is the also, good one. Also, also, by the way, John Stockton is not Mormon. He's Roman yeah. Catholic. So, I mean, what's the difference? Well, there's um, a big difference here. What if the president says one thing and the pope says something else? Who is he going to believe? Yeah, the pope, obviously. Right. Yeah, exactly. you know those those dirty immigrants. He takes his orders from to the, the Vatican. Pope. Right. Yeah. So okay. All right. Making well, a face you, like you always love you. you always love to to make fun of the pope. <laughs> it never ends. But anyway, my hurrah is is sort of has a lot to do with with your story about trains when you were talking about Zurich. It reminded me of of how much I it there was a time that I loved Swiss chocolate. And uh you know, if it, growing up and eating Hershey bars and then having real chocolate was was for me an, an important milestone. Not that I don't still eat Hershey bars cuz I do. But uh I just I really liked chocolate and still do. Uh, I don't eat a lot of it, but I really like it when I have it. And uh, chocolate is just, it's so great. There's theres no, I mean, I don't like it with nuts in it. I'm sure you would agree. That's yeah, just no, gross. That's not, nuts aren't even chocolate. No, they, have, they don't belong in there. But you can make it into anything. You can make it into a bunny. You can, you can make it into really anything. So I mean, really, let your mind go wherever you want it to go, and then that can be chocolate too. And I don't know. It just, it just, it's so satisfying, um, and decadent. And you know, I just wanted to give chocolate a hurrah because I, I felt like people didn't really appreciate it. I agree. Chocolate's really fallen by the wayside. Uh, If you had to pick any chocolate, you have to eat this chocolate for the rest of your life, or you get no chocolate at all, what would you pick? Uh, Chocolate. What do you mean? I'd pick the chocolate that I could have. Well, what would you pick? Would you pick, like, your Whatever they'd let me have. You have the world. You can pick anything. I like know, and I'll pick, pick whatever it. chocolate I can have. You get all nothing. of it. You get nothing. You're not playing no. the game. You get no chocolate. No, you're you can't. You can't you're complain. Not, 
You can't. You can't tell about me it. what I can eat. Look, I'll put you in a meat wagon and send you off to the store, but you get no chocolate. I don't even know what that means. Exactly. You just ruined chocolate when you're trying to give it up. No, you eye. did. This whatever. Even my whatever. Go ahead. Um, so I have a huzzah this week, and this is the bad one. I unfortunately am giving it to myself. So write this down. This is the first huzzah I've ever received. Probably the last. It will be the last. So I was at school the other day, walking around, and there was this elderly woman walking towards the main office, and she had a walker. So I went up to her and sort of started chit-chatting with her. So it turns out she graduated from Hyde Park, class of 56. That's 1956, Matt. Oh. That's almost as old as you. It's old. Correct. So one thing led to another, and she said, do you know who Diane Nash is? I, because I'm not real smart, of course, said, no, I don't know. So turns out she was there. There were a few other alumni of her class that were coming. I met her husband, who was the driver. But anyway, this woman, Diane Nash, graduated from Hyde Park in 1956. Last summer, won the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Biden. Um, she was one of the original Freedom Riders. She was one of the lead, start, founding members of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. She had this Snick. long history. Uh, excuse me? Are you okay? Are you sneezing? And the SCLC. Go ahead. Yeah. So... She had this long history of civil rights and was like, it's a big star, and I didn't know who she was. So, so, so that lady me. that lady with the walker gave you the biggest eye roll when you said no. You're like, oh, I'm a teacher here. Welcome to our impressive school. And then, then I, I don't know I, anything about it or about the people that went here. Right. Nice right. work. You're welcome. Man. You're welcome. I am giving myself... You know, a huzzah on this. You don't have to give me a slug burger or two. Okay. Right? All right. Come I'm on, sorry. I, didn't th I thought you wanted one. I don't want... I don't like day-old bread. So was that Diane Nash that you no, met? No, that was one of her friends. They okay. were meeting at the school because they want to put together some sort of uh, honor at the school for her. So, like, they were oh, meeting nice. with the administration, yeah. So, fortunately, it wasn't her. It would yes. be weird if, like, you were famous and walked around and asked people if they knew who you were, though. That's a different <laughs> thing. That's, like, what Seth would do. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I watch sports all the time. I know yeah. everything about college basketball. That's like I, I'm, I know so much about sports that it, I don't even care who wins or loses. I'm actually... I just bet on everything. Yeah. That's so, true. I know. I know. Well, Diane Nash was a great American and you should not take it you should not you should give yourself a huzzah that you didn't know who she was. But now you know you really know and your your graceful and gracious acceptance of of your limitations is what will propel you into the future 
as a bright shining star shooting across the sky into the heavens, spreading the, the word about Diane Nash and all the great things that she accomplished and your affection for her legacy cannot be diminished by this just minor little chit-chatting error. Yep, you're really bumping gums on that one, my friend. Okay. Oh, we've we've definitely gone too far, Martin. Let's let's wrap it up. Okay. Well, as usual, oh wow, look at the time. I thought this was maybe going to be our worst show, but it turned out it was probably our best and our shortest. So, yes. we hope you have a great week everybody and we look forward to seeing you next week. Arrivederci.